What's up, event professionals? My name is Jared Judge. I am the host of the Denver NACE podcast, and I'm excited for a very special episode where we are joined with our NACE chapter president, Desiree Kelly, and we're going to have a brief panel discussion with Des and I about how to survive the off-season. It is currently February 1st when we're recording this, and it is certainly not wedding season here in Denver. The weather is cold sometimes, sometimes it's hot. We all know how Denver uh, winters can be. But moral of the story is our event professionals are not as busy as they are used to. And some of them have asked, how do we survive this time where income is a little uncertain, yet the rent checks, the mortgage payments, the bills, they're still coming in consistently and they got to get paid. So what do we do as event pros? So I'm going to turn this over to our president, Des, so we can kick off this discussion. Right. So this is something that my staff has been like, really struggling with because, you know, they don't have a whole lot of hours, but they still have rent. They still have their car payments. They still have all these things. And I'm trying my hardest. I'm like doing the newsletters. I'm doing the social media. I'm doing all the advertising and it's still the off season and I can't change that. So just doing a little brainstorming about, you know, how, how can I bring in multiple streams of income in our off season that are going to sustain us through this time. So Jared, do you have ideas? I have a couple. Yeah. Well, the first thing that I wanted to to share was actually the idea that you mentioned. Is is that okay if I kind of spill the beans yeah. on your okay, cool. <laughs> so while we were chatting right before recording this, uh Des actually mentioned that her company has a birthday cake subscription. You know, from yeah. what I've gathered from the outside, Des loves making cakes. That's why she got into this business. <laughs> but when you yes. know Fe- February is not prime wedding cake season, you have this incredible subscription model throughout the year where you and your staff still get to make cakes and you deliver those on a monthly basis to businesses who are looking to celebrate their employees, make them feel valued and appreciated without having to put the extra burden on like a sunshine committee to go to... Costco or pick and save and get a cake every month, which I just thought was brilliant. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's so low maintenance because all you do is you go on our website, you fill out an inquiry form, we'll call you, we'll get you set up for the right size of cake. You have um, the flavors are predetermined. We'll let you know what those are like March's marble or whatever. And then we just bring you one on whatever day it is you pick. And so it's it's fantastic. You don't have to order it. You don't have to pay for it every month. It's a subscription. It just auto debits and we just show up with cake and they're like, yeah, it's cake day. <laughs> so yeah. that is fantastic. So in the off season, I mean, how would, I would say a mu- musician do something like that? I mean, what kind of subscription would you do? Yeah. I mean, it's depending on each, each industry, you kind of have to think about what do you offer? What's the valuable thing that you do? And how can you make that relevant and valuable on a monthly basis? So for me as a musician, you know, I think my performances are entertaining. People enjoy listening to my music. Uh, in fact, recently, one of our our friends down in uh, Villa Parker, she commented on my Instagram saying, like, I heard you play at the Rocky Mountain Bridal Show, and I am obsessed, <laughs> which was oh, awesome. Very cool. And, and she asked me kind of like, 
how could I support you? What are ways I could do that besides just having you play at Villa Parker? And I don't have a subscription model, but I absolutely could create one where I record a different song every single month. Or like you mentioned, you get that to your email or something. Give that to my email. Maybe even just do like, you know, each month, one of our subscribers gets to request which song that I record for them. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I'd do five bucks a month for that. And if you get, you know, 60 people doing that, that'd be a a good, that's a car payment right there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm wondering, like, how would our lighting people, what would they create? Or, um, you know, our caterers, what would they create? Yeah. I mean, it's for their staff every month, you know, like a monthly. Yeah. Birthday, birthday lunch. Have those. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you have cake on the second Tuesday and you have lunch on the fourth Tuesday. Something yeah, like or that. the the caterer provides the lunch, you provide the dessert. Yes, yeah, we could coordinate. So absolutely. Those are great. You just have to kind of get creative with what you do. And I love the um, you know, how can I support you throughout the year idea? Because I mean, like I support Wikipedia, I give them two bucks a month. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're a free service. And you know, how did they get in? And I use Wikipedia all the time, all the time. And so I just feel like, you know, 24 bucks a year is, is just fine. So, yeah. And I, I don't want it to go away. I really don't. So that's why I do it. That's awesome. And, and the true, like the value of what we're talking about here is that you still get to, you know, pursue your passion. Cause that's kind of why we got into this business in the first place is that I love performing music at weddings and corporate events you love making cakes and delighting people's taste buds and making their their memories magical we still get to do that in the off season but this subscription model means that you have a guaranteed steady income throughout the year yes yes agreed agreed yeah something kind of base level that you know is coming in you know when it's going to hit your bank account all that stuff so Mm -hmm. absolutely so um okay so another thing, I was talking with um, Sarah, Sean, and Christy Fernandez a few minutes ago, and they were talking about possibly um, changing how you take your payments because I started doing 25% down where a lot of my competitors I knew were doing 50% down. It was just lowering the barrier, to, barrier of entry for my clients. It's a smaller chunk right now and it gets them booked with me, which I thought was fantastic. Plus, it gives me more money when I actually have the expenses of the cakes to produce. So like when I have to buy the goods and I have to pay the labor, that money is coming in a little later. Um, The down part is it's usually they book their cake in the off season, you know, somewhere between January and March is usually when I get those payments. And so we're not making a whole lot of weddings, wedding cakes, January through March. And so they were like either increase your deposit to 50%, like your competitors are doing, because I mean, there's a reason why they're doing it. Or possibly do monthly payments. So, you know, then I have not only that payment in January, but I have a payment in February and in March and April. So that might be something I look into, but I don't know if my platform will do it. So that's a technology thing that I need to solve. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great idea, too. Um, back before I moved to Colorado and even before I moved to Wisconsin, I was a public school teacher and you could elect to either get paid 10 months 
at, or you could spread it out to 12 months because, you know, teachers have summers off just mm. like their kids. And a lot of yeah. teachers chose to spread their payment out throughout the entire year for that steady cash yeah. flow during the off season of teaching. So I think that's a great idea. Right. Yeah, that's a good idea because then you don't have to go two months without a paycheck. Yeah, exactly. So, that's really good. That's really good. Um, and then I was just kind of Googling different things. And um, Alan Berg, who is coming in April, had a podcast about um, giving people value without charging for it as like a blog or a podcast. Um, because, you know, answering questions that are in your profession uh, without charging for them, because he was saying that, you know, if he had been a speaker at Wedding and Band, somebody had stopped him in the hall and asked him a question, he would have answered that for free, even though he makes his money answering people's questions as a coach, as a web person, blah, blah, blah. Going on a podcast and answering a commonly asked question is really a, a good service to your industry. And then when they come across someone or if they need it yourself, you're top of mind for who they want to pick or who they want to buy from. There's also a, like a psychological principle of um, like reciprocity. Yep. If you do a good turn for them, they do a good turn for you by giving you business. So that's a really good thing to invest some time in in your off season. Yeah. That is awesome. And I, I love that methodology too, because as you met, we mentioned before we started recording, it just elevates your perception in the industry that you mm -hmm. are the expert in your field. So you become the go-to for all of these kinds of questions and it most likely will turn mm -hmm. into more business for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the more generous you can be with information, um, the more it comes back to you. Yeah. So, and you were saying you're involved with ClickFunnels and you do affiliate marketing, affiliate links. Yeah, that's right. So affiliate marketing is another great way to make some passive income in the off season. Because, you know, if you do what your last tip was and you provide information and knowledge and expertise, part of that advice is probably going to be recommending products or services to people. Mm -hmm. Right. For example, yeah. um, in my specific example, you know, I, I help people out with their marketing and there are certain web platforms that I recommend versus others. The one that I recommend is ClickFunnels just because it makes it easier to do like split testing and all these other optimizations. So when I'm helping somebody with their marketing, I recommend ClickFunnels and I use my affiliate link. And then when somebody buys ClickFunnels, I get a percentage back from that sale. Right, right. Yeah. And I do that on my social media. Like if I've used a certain product that I purchased on Amazon, I will put an affiliate link in the post because if somebody wants to go and buy that, you know, that cake comb or that, you know, board or those colors or that airbrush machine, then I have an affiliate um, marketing account. And so I can use that money to purchase more things on Amazon. So helps Amazon too. So yeah, exactly. All good. That's awesome. Yeah. That reminds and, me of what another tip yeah. that we were talking about earlier, which mm -hmm was, you know, in the course of running a business or even being an employee for another business, you learn so many different skills that you never thought that you would have to learn. Like me as a musician, mm -hmm. I never thought I'd have to learn digital marketing. Yet, without it, I didn't, <laughs> wouldn't be able to get there <laughs> and make a living. Right. Yeah. And so you can then leverage those skills that you've learned and start to yep hire yourself out to other companies with these new skills like mm -hmm. graphic design, web design, social media mm -hmm. management, and so forth. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, who would have thought? Because, you know, 18 years ago when I opened the bakery, people were like, you are really good at decorating cakes. You should open a bakery. And then here I am. I do taxes. I do my website. When the toilet breaks, I fix it. I actually don't get to do cake very much. I design a lot of cakes, but the actual production of them, I leave that to my really skilled team. They are awesome. Mm -hmm. I mean, empower your team to do what they need to do and get out of their way because they will do it so well. So yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that you you did your own taxes. Like you could totally hire yourself out as a bookkeeper for other companies too. Right. Yeah. No, shoot me in the head. I don't want to do that. (laughs) No, I actually, I use QuickBooks, but I do manage my own books. So I'm like the bookkeeper. And then I do have Anne who will do my taxes for me and she has my personal taxes and she's going to be doing my dad's taxes. She doesn't know that, but Mm -hmm. she will be. (laughs) Well, fantastic. He's fantastic. And then in the off season, you know, if you do have a whole lot of extra time, and you don't want to do the commitment of, you know, getting a second job. Like a, a couple of my staff were talking about possibly doing Uber in the off season because, you know, they're not in a position where the more they do, like the owner, like the more you work on your website, the better it'll, the more return you will get. If you're an employee of a company or if you have staff that have extra time because they're not getting the hours in the actual business, they can do things like Uber or Lyft or, you know, grocery delivery, because it's not a terrible commitment. Um, you sign in, you do it, you sign out, you're done. Mm-hmm. So it's not like getting a job and then leaving a job when we get busy again. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, lots of absolutely. lots of opportunities. And there, I'm sure there are even businesses within our events industry where the off season is slightly different. You know, there are some businesses mm-hmm. that are corporate based some are wedding based and those seasons don't necessarily coincide so if you could partner with another one of those businesses and you know kind of trade yourself out during the off season that also could be a way to help survive your off season right and you know i think here in denver corporate um is sort of like flipped like wedding season's high when corporate's low and then they they change and so if you can get more corporate business so like my my cake subscriptions, you had a great idea a few minutes ago. Um, we actually service Top Golf, and Top Golf is um, you know part of the Nace community and everything. And so I was thinking, you know, I should really talk to those people because they have a bunch of corporate companies that actually invest in their clients because they do the parties at Top Golf. Those are the types of companies I probably want to target with my cake subscriptions. And so instead of just throwing it out on social, instead of just putting it up on the website and just like praying, maybe I should be targeting those people and see if maybe there's a partnership that I could, um, you know, get with that. So. Yeah, that's right. And I even have to shoot an email for sure. And I jokingly offered to, uh, to help out be your sales rep for that, but that could be a legitimate like example of a partnership during the off season right. where I help you out during the off season. And then if, when my, yep. uh, when my wedding season comes, then unfortunately I won't be able to, to make more sales for you, but right. you'll have the recurring right. income. Right. right. Exactly. And I know that there's a lot of florists that um, provide flowers on a monthly basis to companies. And so that might actually be a really good partnership as well. So just finding like what you do and where you want to go and what company is actually servicing that already and then making some kind of strategic alliance with that. 
totally yeah. awesome. So exactly. Well, I love this, Jared. Thank you so much for kind of brainstorming through this with me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you. You had some wonderful ideas. Yeah. And I think one of the the big things too to just kind of wrap it up is to survive the off season. One of the biggest things is having a support network, right? Yes. Having people yes. around you where we can bounce ideas off of, they can help you out in a bind. And that's to me, one of the big values of our, our NACE chapter here, not to turn yes. this into a pitch for Denver NACE, but I love NACE. And I, yes. there's so many people who are willing to help out if you just reach out to them. Yes. And I was listening to, I believe, Alea Harris's podcast. I'm a big podcast junkie. And she said, you know, having a community is one of the 10 best things you can do for your energy level, for your, just your mental health and your state of mind and having, having people around you that have similar goals, similar um, energy levels, similar everything. It makes you feel like safer and included and just happy and energized. So NASA's definitely done that for me. So thank you, NACE Nation. Yeah, thank you, NACE Nation. Well, this was a <laughs> wonderful episode. It was great to, to chat with you, Prez Des. And to our listeners, if you are not a NACE member yet, please come check us out. Come to our next meeting. Go to nacedenver.com. Our meetings are listed up there. Our next one, I believe, is February 13th. It's called Unleash Your Potential. It is an empowerment panel at the Limelight Hotel in Denver. So you can register there. You can come as a non-member, but once you come and experience our community, we are sure that you will want to become members for life. So that is at nacedenver.com. And that's it for today's episode. So thanks for tuning into another episode of the Denver Nace podcast. Uh, go crush it. And hopefully you guys survive the off season. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.